0: It's 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. Welcome to the one thirty-seven p.m. podcast. I'm your host, Samari White, and we have hip-hop violin sensation Demian Escobar
1: in the building. How you doing today, man? I'm good, man. Um, off the top, I got a clear misconception. It's so, not hip-hop violin. It's contemporary soul. I apologize. Nah, it wasn't you. Okay. It wasn't you but you know i'm here though man it's it's a pleasure
0: nice Uh, i see you from your queens native can you give everybody a nice little brief biography biography about yourself Sure.
1: born and raised in queens Mm -hmm. in uh jamaica queens south jamaica queens um and uh you know just like everybody from queens i grew up loving Nas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i grew up loving Tribe, I grew up loving big, and I should have my phone on silent. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie mistakes. But yeah. You live and you learn. Right? You know?
0: <laughs> it's child <Yeah>. and error. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Now, I see you've been working on some stuff. You've been on your yeah. grind, hustling yeah. out for the most part. I know you have a, a, a new song. Mm-hmm. It's about to be released tomorrow called... Mm-hmm. Love, Love Notes. I saw the visual for it, which is amazing. You Appreciate a, that, man. It's a great content. I suggest everybody should check it out. Appreciate it. Like, you. Can you give the f- listeners like what's, what's your album going to be consistent of or what's the sure. actual song? Uh, so I tell
1: enough? you, so um, when I wrote Love Notes, I, I mean, my music in general is, is it's just pure uh, feeling and vibe, man. Like, you know, for me, it's all about energy when I create and write music. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I made Love Notes, it was just one of those t- songs, man. And it, people just liked it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it's you know as an artist you know you create from a place of vulnerability and you know however people you know digest it whether they like it or not it's you know it's up to them but it's always a good thing when people vibe with it man so Mm -hmm. you know i'm excited um what i actually have coming out tomorrow is a fragrance love notes
0: nice yeah
1: so the song came out Mm -hmm. and then i evolved the song into a fragrance okay and i took notes from the song and incorporated it incorporated into the fragrance interesting yeah man the process was super super dope
0: now what made you get inside get involved in the um, perfume game the fragrance Mm -hmm. game because it's not a lot of people like not a lot of men out here that's doing that for the ladies you know
1: well see that's what i'm talking about that's what i was just saying Mm -hmm. on the uh on the drop Mm -hmm. you know look at what everyone else is doing Mm-hmm. And do the exact opposite right you, you understand right you know, but you know aside from that for me it was a it was a passion, man, you know, like um, I've always been an artist that uh, has been lucky enough to stimulate senses, you know okay. like you know people tell me like you're you're amazing to listen to, so for me it was just a um a natural maturation you know to stimulate another sense, which is smell, and it um you know they run parallel to each other, you know uh mm-hmm. um you know uh your 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 sense of hearing and your sense of smell like they run you know, parallel. So, right. you know, um, once I started, it was, and this for me was a 10 year in the making project. Right. You know, everything is about timing. You mm-hmm. know, I wanted to make sure like I, I knew everything and not just dive into it, to just have it. There's a lot of artists that have brands. You know, they have perfumes and it's typically like a large company coming to them saying, hey, slap your name on this shit. Right. You know, but for me, I'm like, no, I actually want to create it. Right. You know, I want to work with the perfumers, find the right notes and go through different um, ingredients uh, that really will make up what I'm trying to express. And I, I think we nailed it. I see. Now, why why
0: playing a violin instead of becoming a rapper or a singer for you?
1: I I mean, I, I throw it back at you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, why becoming a rapper instead of a violinist? Right? I mean, that's, that's a trend, <laughs> yeah. especially coming from, yeah. like, you know, a very –
0: Saturated group that, exactly. that creates great rappers like Queens, 100%. so I de- definitely get it. 100%. But my thing is how, how, and why were you able to infuse like a a jazz instrument like violin and so happen to perfectly mesh it with the scent and smell? Like I know this is like a a different co- collaboration where you could try to intrigue with the ladies and get involved right. with them right. and whatnot. But what makes you come up with the idea? What was like the the motivation of it?
1: Um. He... <sighs> Again, you know, for me, it, it it's just mainly about um, stimulation, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what can I contribute? You know, what I'm saying, right. like, it's you know, for me, from the jump, it's always about contribution. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, like, what can I contribute to people? You know, like, I'm always looking in any scenario, like, you know, how can I contribute instead of take away? You know, so I, I found that as another opportunity to contribute something you know what I'm saying and it's going to be those things where it works and people's going to some other people are going to say this is not for me and others are going to love it you right. know and if you love it it's for you if not you know wait wait for the next one i'm dropping another one around christmas right you know so <laughs> it's like you know we'll we'll get there mm-hmm. yeah what introduced you to the violin? I, well, I fell in love with the violin when I was six years old, right? So it was a required program for third graders. And, you know, me being the youngest in my house, I watched two siblings take the instrument before me. So I would to just wait my turn in line. And, you know, once it was my turn to take it, I was rap. I ran with it and, you know, now I'm here.
0: And I, I see you're dropping that everything around Valentine's Day. I want to ask you, like,
1: <laughs> what's your favorite
0: Song you will go to whenever you try to, you know, uh impress a young lady or try to try to make sure yo, a woman get in the get in the mood. Yeah, get in the mood, as you can say. Shade. All day. Oh, that's the perfect selection but, right there. But what song?
1: Ordinary love. Ordinary love. Come on, man. That's, and that's number
0: two. Yo, bro. Like I, I think that's number two in my book. Wh- which
1: for yours? Sweetest yours? taboo. That's oh, come on. Yeah, that's facts.
0: That's undefeated. Right that's there. that is undefeated. <laughs> See,
1: and you know what's crazy? People. Yo, people will be like. um... Did you listen to the lyrics of Ordinary Love? Yeah. And it like, that's not really real. I'm like, bro, like, it's it's the it's, vibe. It's deep, yeah. yeah exactly. You know what I'm saying? deeper
0: connections to that. Exactly. So From the production to the lyrics. 100
1: It's just the mood, mood keyword. <laughs> that's it. Sade sure. all day. Sade and for candles sure. and uh, Chardonnay. That's it.
0: Now, for all the listeners out there, can you give them which, what would be an ideal Valentine's Day gift package? Hmm. hmm. For the ladies, um, or I would
1: say, uh, are we talking gifts or are we talking you know, um a, a Gifts,
0: day? all the above. Like, or, or what you got a plan for them for that oh, day. Oh, man.
1: Uh, I, I, I'm the type of cat that likes to uh, surprise my woman, right? Okay. So for her, um, and she's going to listen to this, so hopefully this comes up after Valentine's <laughs> Day, so I can't give away too much shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh,
0: it's, it stays between us. We, we good. And everybody good. listening. <laughs> you know,
1: but- mm mm-hmm element of surprise is everything for me, man. You know, you know, and I'm a non-traditional kind of guy. I'll have her thinking I forgot about it. That's the type of person I am. Have her I like thinking that. I forgot about it. I you like know, that. and then uh, one thing I've learned about women is um, pay attention to the details. You know, women are really uh, stimulated by nostalgia, mm-hmm. right? It bring them back to a moment that and it doesn't it's and it's it's about the thought that goes into that moment bring it back to a moment that's reminiscent to a good time right whether it be a good song that you guys first heard together recreate a moment for them mm-hmm. and then just add a little spice on top and then throw in some Sade. make sure you got that h2h fragrance from her cheap plug mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> and and you know have, make sure you have um that sent you melodies another cheap plug mm-hmm. in the background and uh set the mood I mean, I just took down mental notes. <laughs> My girl better be prepared. I'm, I'm
0: just saying. You, you know? gotta catch him by surprise, man. I'm
1: telling you, don't definitely women sense calculation. They do. They sense if you are calculated, they'll feel it. It's kind of like a fake orgasm. Like they'll mm-hmm. just they'll <laughs> sense that shit. And then <laughs> and then you screw, bro. Right, right. Yeah. For you sure. I'm guessing.
0: Now back to your fragrance line. Mm-hmm. H2H, yeah. it has all types of meaning. Like him to her, her yep. to him. Yep uh, him to him, yeah. like, what was the, the, how were was able to come up with so many variations using those, those two letters?
1: So it, the, the fragrance was created for a woman, mm-hmm. right? So when I created it, it was, um, called from him to her. Mm-hmm. And it was a gift created by a man for his woman. Okay. That's it. And it was just a gift. Now that is kind of like when I write music, you know, like when I write music, I write music, you know, for me you mm-hmm. know so it's like a gift for myself and then when I share it it becomes a gift forever so right you know so um once I released the fra- the fragrance um it was like you know what it's it's deeper than just a gift for a woman it can be um you know a gift you know it can be her to her a woman can give it to herself but mm-hmm. you know a man can give it to himself or their partners or I mean, it's it's really for everybody right and the um the notes and the scent really it it's a really a universal scent like it's not it's not a scent that's flowery. It's it's really universal, you know? Right. So a lot of folks are gonna gravitate towards. it. Cause a lot of people ask me, you know, well, is it a perfume? Is it a cologne? Mm-hmm. Like it's for everybody, you know, like I, I put on my, my, my woman's shit sometimes. I'm like, damn, this smell good. Like, this is I, it, Chanel? I, I, I tend to use my my woman's stuff, like woman's like jewelry sticks. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. The okay, dove, I don't bruh? feel too
0: bad now. Yeah, me too. The that's Dove? A, that's number two in my Come book. Come on, man. That's between us, guys. Come on. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, no question, man. Definitely. So it's, it's a universal thing, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's ghost one of those things that whoever likes it will enjoy it.
0: Nice, nice. Now, besides the... Anticipated release of your fragrance. It seem like you're about to go on
1: tour soon. Yeah, man, I'm excited. How many really cities?
0: Excited. What's the dates looking like? I need, I need <sighs> yeah. all the information, man. We,
1: we kick off with 19 dates in the spring. Okay, starting in um, in May. We tour the month of May nice. and it kicks off. This tour is called the Elements of Love. Okay, this tour. Um, and it's self-explanatory. You mm-hmm. know, it's Elements of Love tour. It's going to be really, really sexy. This tour. It's pure vibe. Mm-hmm. It's where you want to bring your girl, right? You know, and it's it's like it's a it's it's kind of like where you want to be. It's just the right energy that's going to be created. You know what I'm saying? And um, we kick off in the in the uh, spring and we go into the uh, the fall. And mm-hmm. my amazing publicist just passed me dates. <laughs> Thank you, we appreciate you know that. for the tour. But we're going from <laughs> everywhere from Atlanta to of course Philly. So okay. this tour is um all Northeast and Midwest nice. and nice. Southeast. You know we hit the West Coast in the, in the fall.
0: Okay, that'll be cool. I'll be looking out for it now. I see you've been winning.
1: <laughs> countless awards. Yeah, you man, gotta you blessing. gotta
0: tell us how it felt to win the NAACP Image Award.
1: So but. I got nominated. I, okay. I felt like I won. I um, apologize, I, nominated no, I saw for the good. award. Yeah, I got nominated for it. I felt like I won the award, man. Like I mean, mm-hmm. just getting nominated is a win, you know. Like it was a, it was amazing, man. Because for me, Boundless when I when I did that album, you know, I'm like, I like it. You know, I really liked it. Right. And uh, you know, it's it's always as an artist, and there's some artists I don't care about accolades. They're like, you know what, you know, mm-hmm. can, we, can we curse on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, they're like, fuck the Grammys, right? Right. And me, I'm like, I want to be nominated. It's, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, just, and I know it's a lot of politics and here. shit. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but it's um, it felt good, man. It was mm-hmm. just like, yo, wow, like my work is being acknowledged, you know by um by professionals that's specific to the genre. So right. It was it was a big moment. My first time going to the award show. I brought my daughter with me as my date, and nice. she enjoyed herself. That's cool. She, I took her with me to all the parties. I probably should know, <laughs> <laughs> and she had a hell of a time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was fun. We had a good time.
0: Now speaking to people in the, in the business, and like noticing your know, work, how did it feel to tour with Oprah? Like mm. you. Hmm. I mean, you you get a performance, you get a performance, you get a violin, you get a violin. Like, how does man, it feel? It was
1: cool, man. She's she's an amazing woman. Okay, you know, like she's just an amazing human being. Like, mm-hmm. she's so warm, you know. And I was super nervous, you know. Like, I, I, when I when I met her, I met her for the first time was after the uh, the uh, I met her after the show in DC. Okay, and she gave me a hug and she was like, "You smell so good." <laughs> and I just froze <laughs> you know what I'm saying I, just, I was just stuck I'm like you know what fuck it Oprah said I smell good right so, yeah. <laughs> you can't tell, <laughs> you nothing, can't tell me nothing right? <laughs> but no, seriously though she's just such an amazing woman man mm-hmm. like and I worked her a couple more times after that and like she's like your aunt yeah you know what I'm saying like that's like my aunt oh you know right, what I'm right 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 <laughs> yeah. it's crazy she's just a really nice person man and she gave me a she gave me a platform nice
0: did she give any like helpful advices to help you like navigate throughout the
1: the game in your career? I didn't really ask. You know, okay. we kind of sat down and built on a different level. Like we was talking about um, food, and mm-hmm. cause she likes you know she she cooks and she has her own garden and she you know so we just talking about shit stuff. like she that. Like yeah, to grow yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I never I never asked people. You know, how'd you do it? You know how. I never ask anyone's advice, you know, mm-hmm. because I believe that what worked for them may not work for me. Right. You know, everybody walks their own journey, you know. So um I just try to build with people on a on a human level, you know, I don't I don't really give a fuck about yeah, not necessarily yeah. like who you are. I respect who you are, but I'm gonna build with you as a human. Right. You know, I, that to me that's much more impactful. Right. Now speaking to building. What
0: kind of advice, or what can, what suggestion can you give to somebody who's listening, who's trying to, you know, follow the famous, same follow the same footsteps you're doing, mm-hmm. rather than school, trying to, you know, break through with, For with sure. you know, music and everything to that business, but having a hard time juggling both. Like, what's some of the advice? Music you Music business give to? or business 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 in general? in
1: general. Wow. Um. Stop being lazy. Okay. Stop being lazy. Stop expecting shit. Stop expecting things to be done for you. Stop expecting someone else to put you on, mm-hmm. put yourself on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first thing. And take a moment to sit down and learn business, right? Like people don't realize I'm an independent artist, right? Right. And um, all my tours, like for me, right, okay. So when I, I, I used to be in a group, when the group disbanded in 2012, um, I had a shit ton of money and I became homeless like literally homeless, mm-hmm. I lost it all, you know, and I, I thought I knew a lot, and I was, I was still pretty young, but I was at that age where I was like, you know what, I know everything, right? and I really didn't know anything, mm-hmm. and I quit music for a bit, and in and mid-2013, when I decided to start all over and give it a shot, it was different for me, you know, I'm like, you know what, I really got to learn exactly what I'm doing and what I'm involved in, so I learned about money. Um, I started to understand everyone's role that's around me, and mm-hmm. I did it myself, and that way when I hired people, I knew exactly what they were supposed to be doing. So I did everything, right? right. Um, Formed my own companies, Um, and I just worked my ass off on the business side. Put a plan together, without a plan, you're, you're an idiot. You know, like you're mm-hmm. just working backwards. If you mm-hmm. don't have a plan, put your year down on paper. Mm-hmm. You know, let's look at what the year looks like, right? right? And then what you want to do is just really start Start putting the work together, get some really great people around you that believe in the same vision that you do, right? Um, which is really important. And you have to lead them. You if you're if you're just one of those people that want to say, now apply it to music. I just want to be an artist, then you're going to fail, right? You know what I'm saying? Like those days are done. That I just want to be an artist. Day, no, mm-hmm. you you're a business. You know, imagine uh, was it Samsung? Imagine this TV just saying, "I just want to be a TV." It would never get sold, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's, it doesn't work that way. You have to look at yourself the same way the owners of that brand sells their brand. Right? You are a brand. Put a plan together. They're not going to sell this. They're not going to bring this to market without a plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's a lot of things that are organic about my career. Like the music in the, in the heart of it is organic, but everything else is a well-executed plan, man. Like nobody gave me my first tour. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was big on the internet, and that's why you have all these artists that are popular on the internet with a million, two, three, four, five million views, and then they're, they're not selling tickets at concerts because right. they're waiting for a big agency or a big promoter to put their first tour together. And I was like, fuck that. You know, I'm going to go make rent own, a venue myself. Make your own moves. 100%. So I routed my own tour, my own right. first tour, and I, I sold I sold out. I paid, what, 10000 to rent the room, mm-hmm. sold it out. You know, made money and rented another room, and nobody knew. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew that that it wasn't one hundred percent
0: investing yourself, basically,
1: big time. Nobody had an idea that Live Nation wasn't doing my tour because it looked like a professional AEG Live Nation tour, because that's the way it needed to appear. You understand? Perception is everything, and of course, after the first tour sold out, Live Nation AEG called to do the rest of my tour. So the thing is, investing yourself from the start. Understand what you're getting yourself into. Understand business. Understand every aspect of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You understand. Understand your brand, and most importantly, understand your audience. Don't that's, give that's major right there. Don't give people uh, fucking uh, six nine that listens to Gladys Knight. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's gospel for you. for all you <laughs> <no>, up and coming artists <laughs> out there. Know mm-hmm. know your audience. Right, it's important, man. Like, and understand what. Understand what makes them move. Understand what makes them react, mm-hmm. respond, and give it to them. That's that's it. And that and that's that's business in general. And you and you. I've just applied that model to a lot of things. I've six, seven different businesses right now, right. and it's few are different brands. I have an art gallery. I have a marketing agency. I have the fragrance. I have a violin line. I have a, a record company. Like, and we apply the same model across the board. It's, you know right, and anybody could do that shit
0: now how are you able to, to like manage all those like avenues right there while trying to while making sure your career is staying afloat because that's a lot of time management
1: I got great you to... people you okay. know I got great people around me shout out Casey Woods out right there shout out to Casey <laughs> you know Casey you know she's she's a unicorn you nice, know what I'm saying nice. like shout out to my guy Rodney Cummins I I, I have a I have a great team of people, man. Okay. You know, it's like you keep like-minded individuals around you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like it's it's a lot, you know. But it can be managed, man. Like Magic Johnson, <laughs> Magic Johnson said, uh, a billionaire told him, "It takes the same amount of time to do a million-dollar deal that it takes to do a hundred million-dollar deal. Same amount of time. You understand? Full, like for thought, right there. It's it takes yeah. the same time. So it's like we all get the same amount of hours in a day, right?" it's all no matter how you're going to spend your day how those you're going to spend your day you know yeah. just like put a being an entrepreneur. I've always been an entrepreneur you know so it's like it's it's just about you know managing your time mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and, and most importantly making time for yourself right that's one thing I learned making time for me like my personal life is just as dope as my 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 professional life mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying make time for you if you don't make time for you you're going to burn yourself out
0: speaking on your personal life like what do you like to do in your spare time
1: oh man my lady and I, we we travel like crazy. Okay. You know, we travel, and I, I have children, so mm-hmm. my time is with my kids. You know, if my, in my spare time, I'm pouring into them. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like taking them to violin, taking them to gymnastics, karate, just mm-hmm. kind of like pouring into them. You know, like museums and shit like that. Right. But, you know, I, I just I'm the type of cat that I'll do. I'll do anything but cocaine and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and another shit like that like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying but i i'll I'll try anything man, like why not right you you know like why not you know like we we only get one life exactly, and opportunities pe- is, is, it
0: presents itself every single day, one life, you know? bro,
1: it's like you know don't spend time being upset about some shit you can't change that exactly. happened yesterday, you know, like you woke right. up today, just just live mm-hmm. that's it, so you know that's how I live my life man.
0: Can you give me two to three songs you would like to do your own re of, whether it be hip-hop, R&B, classical? Damn. Um,
1: Sheesh. I probably already did them, the ones that I really wanted to do, Mm -hmm. the ones I haven't done. I would have to say um... Damn, you caught me with this one. (laughs) Uh, we got all day. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I want to do Michael Jackson um Earth Song. That's that's okay. my oh man, I love that junk. Right. I'll do that one. I would do um another dope one would be I did a lot of them already. Right. <laughs> you know, it's tough. I I would have to say Michael Jackson Earth Song. Okay. Yeah, that I would I would want to do that one. Now. Yeah, and like yeah, that'd be dope one to do.
0: Is there any artists you like to collaborate?
1: Tons, man. Um Who's
0: who's in your top three right now?
1: I still want to work with Kanye. Still wanna work mm-hmm. with Ye. Yeah, I know everybody's so. I'm biased right now with Ye. I, yeah, I, I, I mean just yeah with, without the politics, just music. Uh totally music. It. He's a he's a music genius. He's a musical genius. Yeah. You know, just mm-hmm. politics aside, I, I still wanna work with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um I like Kendrick a lot. Okay. Um I love uh, Gary Clark Junior.'s dope. Alabama Shakes is dope. Uh, I want <laughs> I want to collaborate with the band Fish, uh, Mad Cat. Yo, like uh, <laughs> that's my different. guy that sells. I just saw him. In, I can't think of that he saw at the garden. Like he does, like thirty seven garden shows a month. Was, What's was what his name? Billy Joel. Up Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah I want to work with. I got work with the, work with the <laughs> panel, man, um, Elton John. You know, like, mm-hmm. there is so many cats, man. That I just want to. I want to work with. Um, I mean, there's yeah. Diddy. I, uh, you I definitely want to work with Puff. I want Puff. I just want Puff on the track doing ad libs. Okay. Like, take that. Yeah. Yeah. Play that yeah.
0: violin. Son.
1: Yeah. You hear ah. me, dang? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't stop that, boy. That boy. Straight up. <laughs> That's what I want, man. Like, you know, just, you know, and even up and coming cast, man. There's so much talent on the internet. It is. There's so much talent on it the is. internet, man. Like, I'm excited about a lot of different artists, man. There's a violinist I work with. Her name is Mappy. Okay. She's a violinist and she does, she's uh very, very popular. And she does um soaking afro beats and, mm-hmm. and some hip hop, but she's about to kill. Like she her energy her, she I mean, she was on Ellen with Pharrell and mm-hmm. you know, and she's the plans we got for her is crazy. Like it's a lot of dope artists like that, man, on mm-hmm. the internet that just need development and structure.
0: Right. Sit. Now, how do you feel about the this new I want to say technique where a lot of up and coming artists take, bring their music to SoundCloud. I mean, get instead it how you of the, live it. the organic way where they could just create the demos and send it out to all these record labels and whatnot.
1: I think it's, I mean, yeah, don't do it that way. I mean, labels aren't listening to, uh, they don't listen to unsolicited music in general. They weren't doing it then, they're not doing it now. Mm-hmm. You know, labels are on the internet, so you got to go where they're looking. But I mean, you know, fuck a label. Like, don't, don't. Like you know, like labels labels a don't have money to spend, you know. Like um, uh, unless you have a ridiculous amount of, uh, streams on Spotify or something like that, they don't have money to really spend. You know, um, you don't need them though. You know what I'm saying? Like grow your following organically. All you need is one thousand fans. Okay. And you'll earn us, you'll earn a living with one thousand fans. Right. People don't realize that all you need is one thousand. Loyal fans, and they will buy all your products. Right. You know, they'll buy whatever you sell them, and it, and you can make a little living, you know, doing that shit. You know, mm-hmm. uh, people just want to get famous. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I don't care about being famous. You know, I just, I want to. I just care about my legacy and how I'm remembered. You know, but you know, Um so I wouldn't recommend doing sound SoundCloud. I feel like that wave is over. Right. Uh, a lot of people, you got to go where the listeners are consuming music, and that's Spotify and Apple Music. That's where the majority of the listeners are. But i tell you what a lot of people should be doing. See, remember back in the day, Catch was handing out mixtapes and all yeah, that shit? Yeah. Yo, I'm like, yo, why is that? That that no longer happens anymore. It's like, that's what I mean by people looking at what everyone else is doing and mm-hmm. doing that instead of just doing the Definitely.
0: opposite. And plus you could have like, like it's like a nice proper way in which you could develop fans. 100%.
1: General, like organic fans. Organic like fans. Like real yeah. Fans, tangible fans. Right. right. Yo, I tell people all Mm -hmm. the time, I'll be like, yo, if your Instagram was deleted, Mm -hmm. would you still have a career? Like, no. Like would anyone percent of the time. Would anyone still know you? Would anyone would anyone still look for you? Right. No. I'm like, so why aren't you taking what you're doing online and working to get that business from online? offline, mm-hmm. as an artist, you know what I'm saying? If you're in a product business, it's different. Online, it's gonna work for you because it's a brand developed. Either, But a product is a product. It's a tangible item that people are touching. Right. But if you're an artist and you just have streams, etc., like that, or you just have likes and didn't really develop your brand, you just feel good because you got a million followers and that's it, and then your Instagram gets hacked mm-hmm. and deleted, it's over. it's over for you. So Literally, I'm like, why wouldn't like, you get out in front of people mm-hmm. as soon as you have a buzz? Put your money up and go on the road. Go on tour. Go on the road. Get in front of the people. Stay in front of their face. Target your audience. It goes to show you from what you
0: said earlier that for the up-and-coming person who's grinding out in the music business, you can't be lazy. Because you can't be lazy. The internet is, being, is, is, is feeding too much, giving us too much leeway where we could, you know... Catapult our career or catapult what they're trying to do to the next level, which is like a gift and a curse, you know.
1: Hundred percent. Only people making only people making money off the internet are brands, man. Mm-hmm. Brands are make brands are pimping influences, pimping influences, man. Mm-hmm. Like like you wouldn't imagine they're the ones that's really capitalizing. They're getting everybody's audience for like five hundred bucks for a post. You know what I'm saying? The, the brands are the, are the are the real pimps. Definitely. The the they're killing right now. Definitely,
0: definitely. Now. What song would you consider the unofficial Queen's anthem? Unofficial.
1: In your head? Oh man, unofficial. 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 Damn. I gotta go back to my childhood. Yeah. Unofficial Queen's anthem in my head. Hmm. Damn. Oh man. You got a lot of legends coming
0: out of this Queens. A, there's a lot. Size Nas, there's Roxanne. Exactly. There's a
1: lot. Mob Deep, Mob Deep. I was about Mob to say Mob Deep. deep. Quiet Storm mm-hmm. was it? Was an anthem. That was. It was a big anthem for hip
0: hop and for music in general.
1: Even Tribe mm. that, <laughs> them too. There's
0: a lot. of, I can't <laughs> choose one. There's a <laughs>
1: lot of anthems, man.
0: But oh, all right, now which, which song like resonates with you the the best?
1: For me, it would be Quiet Storm. Okay, hundred percent. That man. could be it. That was my shit growing up What like Quiet Stone, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, especially when Kim jumped on the remake. Mm. It's crazy. I, like, I, I do miss that hip hop. I miss that hip hop.
0: Now, what, what legacy you want to leave on, on the music scene and for your, your uh, fragrance?
1: All right, on the music scene, mm-hmm. um, as far as legacy, um, it's consistency, man. You know, it's just, you know, I just want folks to remember me as someone that created music that was honest, to himself, period. You know, like anything that I did was honest. You know, like I'm—I've always just shown people me. You know, like it's me. You know, it's and it's most rawest and truest form. is me. You know, so as an artist, you know, I just hope folks remember that. That's it. I'm gonna make great music. That's it. You know, and on the fragrance side, same thing. You know, I'm, I'm gonna give you me. You know, I and mean? mm-hmm. it's like I'm—I'm I'm gonna make a product that. I'm always going to make a product that's going to be a great product, that I feel is a great product, because I want to give you quality over anything else. I want to make sure you have quality, especially my presentation. This Sunday is the Grammys. Next year, we're going to see your name out there? Come on, man. Like, hopefully... I'm dropping two albums this you year. You want to speak so it to existence. That's what gotta we You got to speak it But you know, the Grammys, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I, they, they starting to show me love. I just okay. did two things with the Recording Academy, but nice. they, they show me love, man. Last album should have gotten nominated for oh, a Grammy. Right. But I learned how the Grammys work last okay. year. I'm like, oh. Right. Okay.
0: Everything is a learning bit.
1: A learning you know what I'm saying?
0: It, even when you're on the rise to the success. So 100%. Right.
1: But you know, look, it'll be great. It'll be great if it happened. If it doesn't happen, you know, I'm... I'm I'm st- I'm still happy, man. Like the the fact that I get to do this is enough for me. You know mm-hmm. that, I mean, man. Like getting out in these concerts and playing in front of six, seven thousand people, five thousand. You know, it's like mm-hmm. y'all bought a ticket to see me. It still fucks me up, and I tell people that they were like, "You're so humble." I'm like, "No, no, no." It fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all spent that money to see me. <laughs> Cause in my cool mind, I'm there. just Dame, you know right, what I mean? Right. Just you know, just regular Dame. Like my, I was telling Casey, my daughter tells me all the time how cool I'm not. Mm-hmm. i you, you know, I spend more time being a different version than ever other people, you know, know me as. I'm like, I'm just like the corny dad. <laughs> no That's man, it's cool. cool though. Yeah, but so can you like give the fans
0: what some like some. Upcoming things they should be looking out for. Oh, for sure. Projects, yeah. videos, a lot.
1: 2019. I call it the model is No Excuse 19. Okay. Right. So it's um two albums, mm-hmm. uh, three tour legs, um, uh two fragrances, um, a fully curated art gallery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Check it out. It's called the Gloria Gayle Gallery. Nice. I named it after my mom and aunt. They both raised me. Nice. Yeah. Um the events there are gonna be super dope um a really dope marketing agency called mvp creative okay yeah yeah it's uh we we specialize in um you know pretty much tying brands to uh diverse clients you know what i'm saying so you i mean that's a lot for a year and uh some acting man yeah man i was with uh my my in la with my my agent uh-huh. My film and television agent, and you know, I I wish I can tell you guys the roles that like I'm reading for, but it, they blew my mind. Right, and I'm just like, I'm just a corny dad. <laughs> <laughs> corny dad making moves <laughs> at the <laughs> end of the day, so yeah, ain't that corny. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a good year. You know, it's um, you know, all in all, just you know, it's just want to have fun doing it. it. Nice,
0: nice. Well, we appreciate you having us, appreciate having you on, having me, on our man. show and everything can the fans get your social handle where they can
1: absolutely visit your website absolutely at? everything is Dameesco right okay. D-A-M-E-E-S-C-O. Uh, that's Facebook Instagram Twitter uh, Social Security Administration <laughs> 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 yeah I mean, hit me to even the website damesco.com um, for the fragrance go to h2h fragrance.com exactly how it sounds just with the number two h2h Um, and yeah, we'll be doing pop-up shops for the fragrance on my tour around the country. You know, a lot of people want to know, you know, what does it smell like? Right. Like it smells like sex, you know, (laughs) but you know, we'll be doing some pop-up shops, you know, for people to come smell it and just, you know, enjoy it. Cool.
0: I'll be looking out for that. Appreciate it, man. This is Amari White from One Thirty Seven PM Podcast and I'm signing out. Take it easy.
1: This is is
0: 1.37 p.m. Own Your Future. Start This Minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.